0: Hello and welcome along to another edition of the Feats Podcast. The, uh, the podcast that's focused on the everyday cycling advocacy and activities that I am doing. My name is Ben. I'm from Nuneaton in Warwickshire in the West Midlands, and I'm an active travel advocate, someone who wants to see better active travel support and uh, provision in the local area and in the slightly wider West Midlands region, but also across the whole of the United Kingdom as well. I'm someone who gets about by bike as my primary form of local transport. but you know, like so many people in the UK struggle with inadequate infrastructure and want to see something better. And this is an ad hoc podcast, it's not a regular release, it's something that comes along every now and again when I feel like I need to grab that microphone and have a little chat. I haven't done that for a little while and uh, I thought I should check in and say hello and let you know that this is still here this podcast is still active but me well I've not been quite so active over the last uh, couple of months so the reasons to go on here and, and and talk to you and maybe to write articles on the website have just sort of dwindled over the last couple of months so things have been a bit quiet from my perspective. But as we get to the end of 2022, I did want to, uh, to check in, say hi, let you know what's been going on with me and uh, and maybe run through some some hopes for what maybe we'll see at some point in the next 12 months. Before I get started though, if uh, if you like what you hear in the podcast, either in previous editions or in this one, and you want to support what I do, then do please feel free to send me a, a Christmas tip, if you like, over at the coffee website, that's ko-fi.com slash BicycleBen, or you can go over to the website, my website, that's feats.uk slash podcast, where you'll find all links and uh, information relevant to this podcast and uh, and previous editions all there for you feats by the way is f-i-e-t-s feats is the uh, the dutch word for bike for cycling and it's appropriate because that's what i want to see the dutch standard over here in the uk so if you do feel like doing that and you don't have to please don't feel obliged i know times are tough but if you do want to send uh you know a few pounds my way to say thank you a uh, little christmas tip and to help me keep these things going uh, then any help is appreciated if you can't or you don't want to it's fine but if you can spread the word about the podcast tell people that this is going on then maybe that will help as well so uh, tell your friends share it on social media and thanks very much for your support so as I say over the last few months it's been a pretty quiet time for cycling for me unfortunately. I'm well short of my annual target. I do set myself targets. I know I say I'm a, you know, a casual cyclist, but I do like to set myself mileage targets to actually motivate me to go out on the bike and cycle the local area and get out into the country lanes and all that. I don't do anything fast, but I do like to clock up the miles if I can. But Thanks to a really, really poor November, We're actually going back into October now, the uh, the target for the year of trying to equal last year's mileage, which I think was well, do you know what I should have checked before coming on here? But I think it was in the region of two thousand one hundred miles, um, is is way out of the window, and so is two thousand miles, unfortunately. Which I'm not going to hit even that. Um, so it has been a very, very quiet few months. Part of that is down to finally catching the the blasted COVID. Uh, that knocked me for six for a little while. So that stopped me going out. And and then just general work gets in the way and weather gets in the way at this time of year as well. I don't mind being out in the rain and, and a little bit of the cold, but I don't actively choose to go out if it's raining. So that's not time out as well. So it's been a really tough time for me for cycling. You know, I enjoy going out on the bike. It's It's a good way for me to clear my head not having to have any other commitments just be me and the bike and the road and uh you know just to get out and get some fresh air it's an important thing that i enjoy doing and not be able to do it is very noticeable for me just last sunday thinking to myself oh a nice sunday ride would be good But my goodness, the temperatures have been low at the moment and the the risk of ice and slipping all that puts me on edge. And I'm just really not keen on, on going out in that sort of environment. So again, with the cold weather or the wet weather, it just puts me off riding. So it has been quiet, but I am still here. And I am still thinking about active travel, even if I'm not here on the microphone talking to you or if I'm not writing articles on the website, you know, it's still going on. I'm still paying uh, half an eye as to, uh, to what's going on with active travel. But also we're coming to the end of the year. Things are, are quiet. Things aren't really happening and things certainly aren't really happening at the moment here in Warwickshire. We have plans and we have uh, ideas and we have ambitions, which, you know, I've spoken about before about what's intended for Nuneaton with regard to a, uh, a scheme on the A47 long shoot between Nuneaton and, and Hinkley, for example, and uh, a route between Nuneaton and Coventry via Bedworth. There are various schemes that are in the pipeline or have ambitions or ideas. But so far, we don't have anything on the ground. And at this time of year, we're not going to see anything on the ground. Things aren't going to happen now. We're going to be looking into the next year. And that really leads me on to what I am hoping to see in 2023. That's a nice little rhyme for you. Will we finally see ground being broken on the long shoot scheme for the A47? Well, the plan, I believe, is to see ground being broken finally and to get that scheme underway. It's been delayed. It was supposed to be underway last year in 2021. It got delayed. It was supposed to be underway early this year. It got delayed again. It's been on hold waiting for junction works to be finished for a new housing estate, for example, which are either done or near completion. I haven't been down that way for a little while. So will we finally start to see construction on this cycleway, an important cycleway that will help with the link between Nuneaton and Hinkley and Nuneaton and the A5? And it is an important cycle route. Speaking selfishly, it's important for me because I do cycle to and around Hinkley from time to time. And my primary route to do that is to use the A47 long shoot, but this at the moment is a 40 mile an hour road, it doesn't have even good shared paths on it, I mean there are some signs that say that paths are shared but you wouldn't know it to look at them basically, it's only the signs that will tell you that they're there. So most of the time I'm on the road, I'm not a fast cyclist but I'm too fast for these paths, so I'm on the road but there are pinch points, it's 40 mile an hour limit, you've got a mixture of different types of traffic including heavy goods vehicles at times, It's not a pleasant place to ride. It's certainly not a place that I would say to my uh, my nine year old son that he can ride. Absolutely not. No way. So it's an important route and it'll be an important link for improving the connection between Nuneaton and Hinkley. Hinkley already does have a separated cycle path on the A47 as it goes around Hinkley. It's not a great Facility, Absolutely not. It's really old. It's really narrow, but it is separated. And for a lot of it, it's separated between motor traffic and pedestrians on uh, stepped grade. So it is there, even though it's very, very narrow. But the A47 in Nuneaton, what we call the long chute, doesn't have this. So by putting in protected, separated cycle infrastructure on this route, we're extending the ability to connect between Nuneaton and Hinckley completely traffic free. So it is an important route and the current scheme doesn't go all the way into the town centre. But eventually the idea is that this route will go all the way down to Nuneaton's Ring Road. And when it does, we would have a route that I would be able to confidently say to my nine year old son. Hey, do you fancy cycling around to Hinkley? Because the infrastructure will be there and it will be safe enough for him to do it. So I am looking forward to getting this route in place not only for myself, but for other people, for opening up the option to cycle between A and B for people who may look at a road at the moment and think, there's absolutely no way I am going on that road, or there's absolutely no way at the moment I am letting my child go on that road. So hopefully 2023 will be the year that we see ground being broken on the long shoot scheme. How long will it take to be built? Well, I don't know. It would be nice to think that the scheme will be underway sooner rather than later but realistically we haven't heard about a specific time frame for the scheme to start being developed so I'm not hopeful that it will be completed within next year but if we can at least see it begin to be developed that will be a good milestone but that is my big hope. I think that's a realistic hope. And we stop there because, yes, there are other schemes in place, but I don't have any hope that the Nuneaton to Coventry route is going to be built at any time soon. That might be another year or two before that gets underway. There are plans for other little schemes here and there, but they're very early at the moment. So it'll be good to see these things develop and move through the process. But I think in terms of actually seeing something on the ground, that will be useful to us. 2023, maybe. Touch wood, fingers crossed, everything. 2023 will be the year for the long shoot scheme. But I'm going to just temper my hopes ever so slightly. Because I've been disappointed so many times since this scheme was announced, since it went for consultation and all these delays upon delays upon delays. And Now, of course, we can worry about inflation, increasing the cost of the scheme. Is that going to have an impact on its viability or the scope of the scheme, the quality of the scheme or how long it takes to be built? I don't know. It's all so up in the air. But I just hope that things can actually move forward with this and we can see something actually be developed because it's long overdue in my books also for 2023, personally speaking, I need to do a little bit of exploring because we have new schemes, new cycle routes in Coventry, which isn't too far away from me. And people who follow me on social media or have looked at the blog or even have listened to this podcast before will know that I have a lot of interest in what goes on in Coventry. My big interest is in how we link Nuneaton to Coventry to make it easy to visit the city by bike, because frankly, it's not that far away. And uh, even I a relatively slow cyclist not the slowest admittedly but certainly not the fastest can get to coventry city center in roughly an hour it's not exceptionally far it's certainly a doable distance um for those who want to and i know for plenty of people an hour cycle ride to get somewhere is going to be too much but You know, we're talking from Nuneaton here. People in Bedworth are obviously a lot closer as well. So, you know, they may well be able to do it in half an hour, 45 minutes, but the option will then be there for those who want to do it. But beyond the link between Nuneaton and Bedworth and Coventry is actually what is going on in Coventry itself. We've had the Cowden cycleway come in, which I really, really enjoy riding. I haven't found it absolutely perfect. And at some point I will probably do an article on it and uh, maybe a video following the route. I want to make sure I'm, I'm fair on the scheme though. And it is absolutely completely and utterly done. There are no snagging issues to have been resolved or fixed or anything like that before I do that. But riding the route, it's so pleasant to move from cycling on the road to cycling on a piece of protected cycle infrastructure, even if it's only about a mile, a mile and a half long. When I'm cycling from Naneaton to Coventry, if I want to use the Camden route, I do have to divert slightly to do it, but it means that I get to experience that comfort, that safety, that feeling of relaxation that's the right way to put it you suddenly feel like you can just breathe you're not on edge anymore about those cars that are whizzing up behind you really quickly and what are they going to do suddenly you feel safe of course you still have to pay attention there are intersections junction mouse for example you still have to pay attention to what's going on but it is such a fundamentally different experience cycling on a piece of protected infrastructure compared to cycling on the road and it really highlights the difference when you're doing it in the uk or a place like coventry and we will do here as well in nuneaton where you're cycling along you're on the road you're doing everything you have to do to cycle on the road constant awareness shoulder checks all the time hyper aware of what all the traffic is doing having to deal with all the close passes speeding whatever it might be it can be very very stressful and unpleasant and obviously this is one of the key things about putting in protected cycling infrastructure because we know that it puts people off having to deal with all this when they're cycling because you do feel incredibly vulnerable even as someone who's now got five years of road riding experience and I'm pretty hardened to dealing with motor traffic and close passes and all that you still feel vulnerable particularly when you're cycling in a busy urban environment with a lot of traffic you know, you do become aware of the cars that are queuing up behind you who maybe can't pass safely because there isn't space to do it. Even if you're perfectly entitled and fine to be riding where you're riding, if there is a queue of traffic behind you, you're aware of it. Um, and for me, at least, there is that little sense of guilt of, yes, I know I'm here and I know I'm in your way and I know I'm going slowly. But you're just going to have to put up with it because this is the way I'm going and this is the way I need to go to get to my destination. And then you suddenly come off that environment, and you're suddenly onto this piece of protected infrastructure. And like I say, it's just that sense of relaxation, that sense of relief, almost that you can you can breathe, you can relax, you can go slowly. You don't have to worry about you know the queue of people behind you who are getting impatient and trying to squeeze past. All these fears just disappear. So that is the experience for me using the Cowden Cycleway. And Coventry has its second scheme in and usable i don't think it's finished yet but it is usable people are using it and that is the binley scheme that's in the south of the city so a little bit out of the way for me but i do want to do a bit of an explore and go and find the binley scheme and go and ride it because again i think it'll just be a really pleasant experience that is my expectation based on Cowden, i can expect similar for binley so That will be something to do in 2023. That is one of my objectives, if you like, to go and see the Binley scheme, go and ride it. Yeah, really excited to go and see what Coventry are doing with their Binley scheme. There are also things like the temporary cycle ways that were put in for the pandemic being made permanent. Those, I need to go and experience them again once those changes have been made permanent to see how well they work with proper infrastructure in mind for example the link between the uh, city centre and the Coventry Canal Basin at the height of the pandemic a piece of separated infrastructure was put in on a slip road to the ring road which enabled bi-directional cycling down to a crossing point it's vastly better than having to walk a bike up across a footbridge but it was only separated by bollards bollards that kept getting knocked over you could see they were missing or knocked over or out of alignment where drivers have hit them and that made it very obvious that well yes you're allowed to cycle here and yes you do have a degree of physical separation with those bollards it's not strong physical separation therefore you're not entirely safe on this piece of infrastructure so it'll be interesting if and when that gets made permanent to go and have a look and see how it feels as a piece of permanent infrastructure and do a bit of comparison i've got the video for what it was like as a pop-up cycle lane So let's see what it will be like as a piece of permanent infrastructure and how well it will integrate with the broader network and the road network as well, where that pop up piece of infrastructure was not perfect by a long way. And there's an article on the blog. If you go and search the feats.uk website, you'll find an article about the Coventry pop up cycleway between the Canal Basin and the the city centre. So there are bits and pieces to look forward to in 2023. And I do look forward to going to ride these things and maybe seeing the development of new schemes in Nuneaton where we see construction begin, hopefully, of Nuneaton's first high quality cycleway, And we continue to see the furthering of developments of other schemes through the process that they need to go through before they get to breaking ground. In other things, I look forward to seeing uh things like Warwickshire County Council's LC Whip, the Local Cycling and Walking Infrastructure Plan, which went out for consultation uh, just a few months ago. That should hopefully be published as a final document, and it'll be interesting to see what that looks like as a final document. Similarly, the Local Transport Plan, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, develops into a final document. The consultation on that has only just closed in the last month or two. It'll be interesting to see that develop because that changes the whole hierarchy of transport in the county it puts people at the top it puts active travel first and then it puts public transport and then it puts motor transport so it'll be interesting to see that formally adopted assuming it is formally adopted of course so bits and pieces coming up the podcast here is going to continue it's always been an ad hoc podcast and it will continue to be an ad hoc podcast so it will disappear for you know, a month or two or three, if I don't have anything to report on or to talk about, then well, I don't really see much point in releasing one of these and <laughs> effectively wasting everyone's time. But it's still here, it's still going. My interest in active travel has not stopped. I am still very much interested in active travel and developments of, of uh, cycling infrastructure and walking, of course, as well, and public transport. Anything that can help reduce the dependency on motor transport. That's the key thing for me. So I'm going to sign off there. There's nothing really to report. It was very much a check in for me to say hi, still here. Still doing what I'm doing, just uh, a very quiet time of the year at the moment. But I look forward to 2023 and increasing the cycling activity that I do on a personal level to get out and about again, exploring the the Leicestershire country lanes, which are becoming so very familiar to me now. Maybe trying to get a few more Explorer squares in Velo Viewer. That's always a bit of fun, although they're getting a bit far away from me now. And it's getting a bit more of a struggle to try and get more of those squares. But let's try and get some more of those squares if I can. And uh, every now and again, I like to try and do a little bit of a game that I, I dubbed Ride All the Roads, which is not a good name, using the Wanderer website, that's wanderer.earth, W-A-N-D-R-E-R.earth website, where that calculates a percentage of all the roads that you've ridden off a particular area. I'm about a third of all the roads in Nuneaton I have ridden my bike on at least once. So maybe I'll try and uh, up that as well a little bit over the next year, I don't know. So there's a few bits and pieces for me to try as the weather warms up and maybe there's a dry spell here and there and uh, as we get into the nicer weather in the spring as well. So I'll be looking forward to that. In the meantime, don't forget, you can give me a follow over on social media if you're not doing so already. I'm over at Mastodon primarily now as my main focus for social media. So you can find me over there at bicycleben at mas.to. However, I am still about on Twitter, vastly reduced in terms of what I'm posting over there at the moment. But if you want to follow me over on Twitter, it's at BicycleBenUK. And you can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash BicycleBenUK all the links to the social media accounts are over on the website as well as uh, show notes a transcript of this podcast just head over to feats.uk slash podcast that's f-i-e-t-s uk slash podcast and that just leads me to say have a very good christmas and a very happy new year and i hope you can join me again on the feats podcast in 2023